This is Jennifer Purcell, aka Everchanging Butterfly, bringing to you Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge, where we will discuss the challenges and triumphs of those with NLD. Today's episode will be the final part of Amy's interview. I hope you will enjoy it. Rip, how can you, you know? Mm -hmm. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I can agree with you where it's like, um, I, I do have better at hearing people as well. And it's like, I think um, if like with the um, the only time I have to use like subtitles on things is like if they're talking too quickly Um, Mm -hmm. like I know with like YouTube videos or like with the play Hamilton some of the songs were uh sun too quickly and i was like okay what did you just say yeah definitely um, like last speech is like when i need subtitles too definitely yeah and i know with something some, well not some videos but i know with most of the videos on youtube you can slow down the speed um mm-hmm. but even if i do that sometimes i still need the subtitles um mm-hmm. and um I think I am also very empathetic because um, I do tend to care more about um, the people that I love and um, am really close to. And um, I'm also working on um, trying to be aware of um, just like what, what what their face looks like when they um, are um, needing something, because I know sometimes, at least for me, and maybe this is true for other people who have NLD, that sometimes it's hard to um, know what a facial expression is conveying. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if I can pick up, up on that better, it's easier for me to know how to ask them automatically when they need help Mm -hmm. or if they need something. Um, But yeah, I'm usually very good at being able to be there um, for them and, um, you know, being able to, like you said, drop anything and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm here for you, whatever you need. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like, know that um you know if if they want to talk about it they can but they don't have to sort of thing definitely um and i also um realized that like you said um this kind of goes back to the directions piece um You know, I'm good at doing it if I've done it a lot. And when I was um, studying abroad in Norway, I got really good at um, navigating the metro there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's probably not called the metro, but 
-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, and I was there for six weeks and I think I only took the wrong line or direction once. And I realized that I took a right when I was on it and it came to the wrong station. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, oops. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I got off and I went and took the right direction. Um, so, you know, I was able to quickly fix it. Um, which was good because mm -hmm. I think if you don't do that, then sometimes you can get lost. Definitely. Um, so I th the next question is, um, is there something you wish the world would know more about NLD, Amy? Um, just that, you know, we have our strengths and a lot of people like not just NLD, but anyone with a, with a difference or um, that I challenge um, has weaknesses, of course, but we also have strengths as well. So don't focus on, on you know, focus on our strengths because like we were just talk about our strengths right now and we have so many of them and we have so many good qualities. And um, yeah, we're not exaggerating our things we need help with. You know, we're, we're not stupid or lazy you know we have the, we have a difference just like you know people with a physical difference or disability have like um invisible disabilities are not taken seriously yeah i would agree with you um the invisible ones tend to be not taken as seriously as they should be mm -hmm. and i think that's because they are harder to see and for people to um notice and this definitely relates to uh, autism and Asperger's because they are similar to NLD and um, you know they're not exactly the same but they are similar and I would agree you know we're we're not lazy or stupid we just have brains that are wired differently than most and I th think that some people you know if we're taking longer to process something they can think that we have ADHD mm -hmm. but it's not that it's just that we you know we we are paying attention it's just like like I said it just takes longer for us to process something because of the slower processing speed that we have. Um, and I think that people will be able to understand it more once there's more research and information out there for people to um, absorb and use about NLD. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, if they have more things like this podcast for them to listen to also because for me i've been realizing that the podcast has been um been helping other people and i think for me i i initially created it as something to spread awareness about nld and help um educate others 
but I don't think I realized it was going to be something that other people with NLD would find. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really glad that they did because it was, um, you know, they can help them with things that they um, have challenges with. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you ever wish you didn't have NLD? Um, like, I think it depends on how my day has went and mm-hmm. like what I've done and stuff. And if I've had any triggers, um, like if, I'd, if I've had a really good day at work or something, then I don't think about my NLD. But like if, I don't know, like something really bad has happened, then I'll constantly think I don't want this. Why can't I be normal? And um, I also can compare myself a lot to others as well. That's something I have a habit of doing. Um, if I didn't have NLD, um, how would my life have turned out? Um, would I have achieved more in my life? Would I be happier? And, you know, would I have anxiety and things like that? And, but like, like we were talking about a lot on so far, if there is more support and awareness for NLD, um, like, I think I wouldn't have, my anxiety wouldn't be as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that because I think for me, it it's also depends on if the day is good or not. If, um, if it is a good day, I, you know, I don't think about having NLD, but if, like you said, if it, if I have a trigger or a ch- challenge that I've struggle with come up it's like okay here it is again and it's like um you know that can be triggering and it can make it be frustrating but I also think that um NLD has made me good at tackling challenges because I've had so many that I've had to um overcome and it's made me um not give up easily Mm -hmm. um and i think you're also right that we wouldn't have strengths that um if we didn't have nld like the um memorizing song lyrics or um the tv lines that you know you can't have nld without the strengths or um without the weaknesses you know you kind of have to have both unfortunately and i also forgot to mention like people with nld are very youthful and childlike as well and obviously that has its perks definitely that we're in touch with our inner child and you know we don't take things seriously like people you know in our like adults do mm-hmm. and that we see the good in things and you know yeah i would i would agree with you where we i think we do tend to do that because it's maybe we like you said we're we're in touch with our inner child and me i think i've also read that um 
we tend to be um, more naive or maybe less um, experienced or um, just trying to, um, you know, we're, we do see, see the good in other places that maybe people don't see. Um, so, and, and you know, that, that I think that's a good thing because um, then maybe we can um, point it out to other people. Definitely. Um, so for you, uh, do you ever feel like having NLD is a uh, burden? Yes and no. Um, not where I work, no, because mm -hmm. like obviously we've talked about my work and they know how to support me 100%. I'm not a burden to them whatsoever. They see my strengths. Um, they encourage me and I'm comfortable where I work. So not when it comes to my working life, no, not really at all. Um, my personal life, yes, I sometimes do feel like it's a burden because um, of like the support I need from my parents, like even though it's less than what it was, like even a few years ago, it's still there. And like I am an adult and I should be 100% independent. And um, like I do feel like I can be a burden on my friends as well sometimes because I can be quite clingy and I can be quite emotional. So sometimes like I just want to talk and talk and talk for a really long time and you know, they may be tired or they may be busy. So like, I can feel like I'm a burden on them. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that where, um, I feel like I, uh, um, you know, it's, it's probably not a burden where I work because they, they do know I have NLD and they can help me um, with it. But I think sometimes it can be um, frustrating because it does take more time for me to learn things. Um, but they definitely are willing to help me there. And they do think NLD is a good thing because sometimes I notice things that other people wouldn't and that like the small details that sometimes are over overlooked. And, um, I think for my personal life, it might be seen as a burden, but maybe that's just the way I see it. You know, I think that I know that, um, my, I, I tend to maybe talk too much to, to my friends or my, my, my people, people, my family. And, um, I think that's because sometimes if I'm not paying attention to the body language or if I don't know how to, um, understand it, then it's like, okay, are they, um, you know, interested in what I'm saying, or are they, you know, like you said, maybe they're bored or tired. And if I'm not able to tell that, then I may not know that I need to stop talking and let them talk more. Um, yeah. And I think 
when that happens, I just try to pay attention to like, okay, how much have I been talking and try to just stop myself talking and let them, you know, talk for a little bit. Um, so what do you think you would tell others who have NLP as motivation for when they get discouraged? Um, I think I was talking about empathy as well, like our empathy towards others is I think one of our biggest strengths because we know what it feels like to have prejudice against us and to be discriminated against. So we have a lot of empathy for other like minority groups as well, like people with other challenges and um, yeah, like LGBT plus community, um, you know, and things like that. So, and that can be used in a, um, in the workplace as well. If you want to go into like, um, I don't know, some kind of like care services, social care, um, teaching, anything like that. And it's also obviously being empathetic and being in touch with your emotions is good creatively as well, like with writing, art and music and anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah focus on your strengths definitely and use them to your advantage as well so mm -hmm. I would agree with you um I think that definitely the empathetic piece is um something to focus on because um you know because our like I mentioned before our brains are wired differently it makes it makes it easier for us to understand um, why it's harder for other people like us to, um, I guess you can say just basically, you know, live life and be able to um, navigate through some of the challenges that they have um, mm -hmm. and be able to be good at something that doesn't come naturally to them. Um, mm. And I think also um, with the expressing emotions, I know for me, sometimes it's, it's hard for me to um, turn it off because there was a time in my life where I didn't express emotions a lot. Mm -hmm. and um now i'm trying to do I'm trying to express them more and um i think now that i'm letting myself do that sometimes it's hard for me to um mm -hmm. know how to uh control them but i think that's okay because i'm you know just letting letting myself um feel them and if if I'm doing that, maybe I'll be able to um, help other people when they are um, being emotional too. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the next question was, what would you tell people who don't know they have NLD but suspect they might? Um, like do your research and um, I know like there isn't much research on NLD as there is to like other autistic spectrum disorders, but mm -hmm. I think if you do a lot of re more research into 
the different types of autism, then you'd be able to eliminate them more and go towards more the NLD diagnosis. And um, yes, yeah, speak to others who have NLD, like listen to your podcast and um, like buy books, read articles and yeah, just keep fighting until you get the diagnosis that you want. And if you are misdiagnosed with something else, like Asperger's, for example, like say, no, I, I want to be tested again. Like I definitely think I have NLD. Um, like, oh yeah, I should have um, mentioned before, my, when I told my mum I was getting a diagnosis for Asperger's, this was around the same time we were waiting for my diagnosis. My mum read an article. Mm. Um, like, oh yeah, I should have um, mentioned before, my, when I told my mum I was getting a diagnosis for Asperger's, this was around the same time we were waiting for my diagnosis. My mum read an article on dysemia. This is you 100%. Like you've got dysemia, like you know you haven't got Asperger's, but then, yeah, like I read I read it as well, and I said, yeah, dysemia, like NLD, is definitely me more, and I was happy that I was diagnosed with NLD and not Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's good advice because I would I would do the same things. I would listen to. Um, research and I would also listen to that voice that is telling you that there's something different about you um, than from other people in your life. Um, And I would try to read books about it and, you know, listen to um, this podcast or other podcasts that are on it. Um, And just like you said, keep fighting until you get a diagnosis because like you said you can be diagnosed with other things like asperger's or adhd or um autism and it i think that's because they are similar to nld mm-hmm. um and uh i think this is the last question um what is your proudest accomplishment? Um, going to university and graduating with a 2-1 grade, um, which is basically a B. Yeah, so I'm really proud and I'm the first person in my family to go to university. Yeah, I can relate to that as well. I was the first woman in my family to go and graduate from college. I- didn't think I was going to get accepted into UC Berkeley. I wouldn't have applied if my brother hadn't encouraged me to. Mm. Um, He also went there. And um, I remember when I got in, I I couldn't believe it. I I had to read my acceptance letter twice. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And, I know it was really hard for me to graduate. It felt like a four year marathon. Um, (laughs) And I think that definitely had to do with NLD. You know, it Mm -hmm. it was, that definitely made it harder. But I know that if I didn't have all the help that I had from my family and from the accommodations, it would have been even more difficult. I might not have been able to do it in four years. Well, well done to us, definitely. Yes. 
and other people who have donuts. <laughs> yes. Um, because I'm, I'm sure that um, there are other people out there like us. Um, and I know you had a question at the end where, or I had a question where there was anything you want to know about me. And so I think you asked, um, do I struggle with following the rules and games, both board games and video games? Um, I think you said that you feel, um, well, actually, I guess you could read your, you could do the response to that. Um, yeah, like I really struggle with video games, um, mm -hmm. especially um, like adventure, like quest games, like Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy, mm -hmm. I guess, like any kind of those type of games that I know a lot of people with autism thrive at. They're amazing with video games. And I think that's where NLD is very different to like autism and Asperger's. And mm -hmm. I just really, really struggle with them. And a lot of people I know love gaming and they're like, um, why do you only play things like Tekken and um, Street Fighter that are basically just but button bashing games mm -hmm. because there's no logic needed in them and there's no problem solving needed in them. So yeah, I was wondering if you struggle with video games as well? Well, I think the only video games I played, I haven't played Zelda, but I know my brother has. And it seemed pretty easy for him to do it but I also remember him having some challenges with some parts of it where like if he you know I think there were some amounts of lives you had in that game and if you lost all of them you had to start over mm -hmm. um, and I remember him having to do start, start over several times with some pieces of it and I think mm -hmm. that might have to be when he was trying to um, fight against one of the bosses um but this was a while ago so i'm not remembering which boss it was um but i know for me the games i played were mario party or mario kart yeah mario kart yeah i love that game yeah me too because and, it's like problem solving that's why yeah um or like super smash bros mm -hmm. um, yeah <laughs> And for whatever reason, I was actually pretty good at using the joystick mm. um, and remembering rules. But maybe that's because I did it. It was almost like a routine where me and my brother and his friends would play a lot mm. growing up. And so I think because we did it frequently, um, it was easier for me to do. Um, I think maybe if it was, like I said before, if it was a new task or a new game, it might be harder for me to learn. Mm -hmm. um, I know one game that I have challenges with, I don't know if you've played this before, but it's called Pictionary. Yeah, I don't like Pictionary either. Yeah, it, I think it's because I'm not very good at drawing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like whenever I'm trying to draw what you need to for your partner to guess, it's like 
I have it in my head, but I can't draw it well in order for them to guess it. And um, when we were recently playing that with my family, they actually felt like I was doing better than I did. And we, me and my brother, because we were we usually, we do uh, kids against parents. Mm. And me and my brother actually won. And so I was like, okay, well, we did something <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think maybe the drawing piece has to do with the visual spatial skills. Definitely, yeah. Um, because I know for me, um, I'm trying to get better at those because I don't want to, you know, when I was driving, which I recently learned when I was 22, I um, have gone into some car accidents and I don't want to get into them again mm -hmm. because those can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to do now is just be aware of how much space I'm taking up when I'm carrying something so that I don't run into things. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's good because then I'm more aware of my surroundings, um, which is a good thing to be aware of. And that's definitely something that you have to be aware of when you're driving. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, of course. And I think when you're driving, it's, at least for me, I know it's, it's challenging because you have to be aware of your surroundings and there's so many tasks. It's like, okay, I'm scanning and I'm looking at my mirrors and it's like, um, you know, making sure your mirrors are at the right position so you can see everything. Um, and making sure you're not going over the speed limit is one thing too. Um, so, or like if you would be in Europe, you're, you're not on the Audubon, <laughs> um, which I think is, I, if I remember correctly, you can go very fast on that. Yeah, probably can. Um, which would not be safe. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that you want to um, share with the listeners before we wrap up? Um, like keep fighting for us guys, like to get back into the um, DSM and um, yeah, keep fighting for your um, accommodations at um, school, uni, work, wherever it is and you know spread the message of the, what you tell people what nld is and you know make, just make sure that they listen to us and yeah that we're not making up our symptoms or you know exaggerating our symptoms you know we should our um differences are exactly the same as everyone else's i would agree with you that we we definitely need to keep fighting for people who have nld and and other learning challenges that aren't as well known as uh, Asperger's or autism mm -hmm. and be able to 
get the help that we need by getting it by getting NLD back on the DSM because once it's on there, people will know that it's a disability or learning challenge and know that it's we're not making up the challenges that we struggle with. Mm -hmm. um, I hoped you enjoyed hearing more about Amy's and my life with NLD. I would like you to journal about your gifts and differences. See if there is a way that you can make that difference become easier for you to do than it originally was. Also feel free to email me if you want to be interviewed for this podcast or got some ideas for topics. I'm always open to suggestions. Please email me at livingwithnld at gmail.com. I will include that email in the podcast description. Talk to you next Friday.